Hey everybody, this is Tony with uh, Fuel the Geek, and this is episode 18 of our podcast. It's been a while, but we wanted to um, catch up with some stuff, all the comic book stuff that's going on with DC, like 5G and uh, Punchline and Dan Didio and all that. And today we got a couple um, old school buddies. We got Alex again. Say hello. What's up? It's Kate Moss. <laughs> Kate Moss, he's lost. He's lost like a hundred pounds. So he, you know, he's just bragging. We got Eric. What's good, guys? And we got Tristan. What's going on? And uh, so, as if anybody is out there that's been a uh, keeping up with comic books, uh, the big thing in the past couple weeks has been this new character Punchline, and all the controversy and all of the variant covers and cover all, switches. And all three of her first appearances. All three of her first appearances and. Everything. Um, but I want to see what you guys thought, uh, Alex. Um, <clears throat> let me see where to start. <laughs> Honestly, okay, so I like the idea that they bring a new character because it's like a it's it's something to go against Harley Quinn because there's so many Harley Quinn lovers out there, you know, and it's a good thing. But then I also think it's it's they could have done it a better first appearance. Honestly, like. Come on, you you got Batman eighty nine was it was technically the cameo first appearance, and then you yeah. got Hell what Hell Horizon yeah Hell's Arisen yeah. Hell's Arisen no, issue three, yeah. which is her first full appearance. But she doesn't talk exactly. She doesn't talk. But then why did you choose one of the books that's dying that nobody's reading to release a, a first appearance? I just think at that moment it's a cash grab, honestly. Yeah. Just to bring more more co- so, so people can buy the, that book more than because uh, yeah. it's not that selling. Makes sense. You know? Also, I never like when they do like multiple cameo first appearance. It, it's the whole Hulk one eighty one, Hulk one eighty scenario. You know, what I mean, like just make it one book. Don't make it like, you know, what, what is like Dark Side his first appearance? He's like on a TV screen or something like that, right? It, it just do the parent, do the appearance. It, it's it's definitely suspicious. And then you got what Batman ninety two? Oh, because that's the cover appearance mm-hmm. or something right it's it's not only just the cover appearance well they moved it because the art germ was cover b which was for 94 and they moved that one to 92 yeah. officially okay okay so because that's uh the art germ one is the one with with punchline on the cover which is the cover b variant yeah okay so they moved that to 92 but that's supposed to also be her first um uh, her first full appearance with actual words coming out like she's actually speaking yeah yeah and then i think uh there's supposed to be another like villain or something being introduced yeah, they're doing the designer. Um, Do we know anything big, about him? Uh, um, I I know that it's supposed to be Tinian's like big villain for Batman um, in his run. So we'll see how that goes. Hmm. Um, to add on to what y'all were saying, I know Tinian was saying, um, you know, ninety two isn't her first appearance in any kind of speculator terms. Um, and then he talked about how she's gonna matter. Um, the first. The first book that she'll matter is 92, um, and then 94 is going to be big as well, so we'll see. Yeah, but at this but point, I, I, at this point, the book, that book's not going to be... I honestly think that book's not going to be worth, or have any value at all. Like, well, some people are going to... Because since you already announced and you already have all these other first appearances before, then that book is going to be over-ordered exactly. and oversold. Well, exactly, and that's what you're starting to see now. Um, the Batman, like, pre-orders... For like 90, 91, 92. Um, they're definitely jumping. They're jumping huge. In fact, it's one of the most advanced uh, pre-ordered books right now. Honestly, I just think if they keep pumping out more different characters, 
every couple of weeks, every month. <clears throat> it's just it's just the variant covers all over for like this whole other time. Like yeah. all these different variant covers that we, we we've been getting, everybody's just buying them. Oh, this one's done by Del Auto. It's worth this much now. So like they're gonna be pumping out DC's gonna be pumping out more characters. It's just gonna saturate the whole DC line and in, in, in the market, you know, with new characters all over the place. Yeah, uh, the whole first appearance thing is a big trend that's been going on in the past couple of years. I mean, minor characters, because you you know, speculators are you know even if you're not a speculator and you're reading the book, sometimes it makes it hard. I know the the um, who was the one in um Immortal Hulk, Doctor Fasaris or something like that. Like, hit wait I don't know what was his name in Immortal Hulk, the. Issue uh, two or three. Issue number two. Yeah, like that. That I mean, like it wasn't like Doctor Fry or something like that. It was something like that. Um, and the book is really good. And I remember I was getting it because the book was really good, but um, you know, everybody thought that character was gonna be like the big, you know, big bad or whatever. He only lasts for like for one arc. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like, uh, in the past few years, there's been a whole bunch of like a slew of first appearances of just minor characters and stuff like that, and but not even that too like you have these these shops that didn't order enough and i'm and i'm doing quotations with my fingers but then they're gonna eventually post on facebook cleaning out the back storage room look what i found and it's a <laughs> whole box full of batman um, uh, 89s. 89s yeah or um, Hell's Arisen 3 yeah we've seen that happen like i've seen it happen at least twice in the past year it happened like, with the immortal hulk yeah immortal yeah. hulk has been the yeah like how do you i mean if you're if you yeah. order these if you order from Diamond, like if you order books, nobody you know how books. much. Yeah, you yeah. don't lose books. Nobody loses you the know, book you, in the stock. It didn't just mean. fall off the truck. Yeah, but, but not even that. Even if you have the 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 system that Diamond offers you to buy, it it tracks your inventory. Yeah, and if 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 you're like, oh, it shows that I have a whole box full of Immortal Hulks, like eighty I, copies and, of it. You know, I, they're like just I magically found. I mean, they're just holding on to those for the value yeah. to like. So, so if you're to go if, up. If you're one of those companies out there saying that, we don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. Be, be, uh, consumers, uh, they don't believe you. They know they know your your. I think, uh, <laughs> I think a lot of companies do that, too, because, uh, like you said, with all these new characters coming out, I think they're just trying to hold back and see what is going to jump in yeah. price. And it, then uh, yeah. it, see if they can gamble. make some money off of that. It, it's a gamble, though. What if the character doesn't? Or if you wait, if you, I mean, what if you hold off too long? Then you, you know? end up with the, yeah, like, end up some with the people... <laughs> Full of red goblins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. Like, I want to see, uh, like, an arc between, a, like, a fight scene between Harley Quinn and Punchline. Yeah. You know? I want to see where it goes. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I actually think Punchline looks really cool. I think she looks like a, a modern take of the Harley Quinn kind of character. You know, like, the, her look. I like that she looks Asian because it's something different. That is it. I don't really yeah. have a lot yeah. of Asian, like... Char- oh, yeah, characters that's yeah. so um, kind of something that's new and different and, i mean she has she has potential if, if harley was such a big success and people love her and for harley's in the realm of anti-hero now so if she had her own nemesis who happens to be joker's new girlfriend like that's a legitimate reason to have a nemesis you know i mean yeah it, it could be but i mean harley had the benefit of being on a a very popular cartoon That's before true. it's not like they just try to bring her into the books and try to introduce her and get people to jump on that train well, she yeah. had the benefit of being on you know the animated series and she and you know her popularity grew and i don't know i i, I like punchline i think you know being a, I a nemesis of harley would be cool i think Honestly. as long as they're giving her time to develop i think that you know she could turn into something but that's the thing you don't know with DC. Some sometimes you know, like the Red Tool comes to mind. Like he just dropped off, kind of. 
The who? After a while. The, the what? The Red Tool, right? Like Harley's the Red boyfriend. Tool. Harley's. Oh yeah, friend. she he was he was in the, he was in the Harley Quinn's um uh, standoff like, like I think was it during the rebirth, it happened that that he the Red Tool was like wanted to date her and stuff. It just well there you go. It you just made your thing. point because I didn't know who that was. Yeah, I didn't get that <laughs> yeah. book either. And, and then apparently in Old Lady Harley they got married too, so that's a big. I thing. mean that old Old Lady Harley was kind of like a speculative thing for a second. Everybody thought it was gonna yeah. be like Old Man Logan. Honestly, at this point, that's like for a mini series. I just I'm just more inter- I'm I'm just more. I'm more looking forward to DC like killing off Harley and just reading all the hate comments. That's what I'm all really in for. That's <laughs> no. what my popcorn and stuff. Just no. sitting in front no, of the computer no, 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 reading no. all the hate comments. That's like, what you they need Harley, to do. You know, and then and then she magically comes back to life that she didn't get she didn't actually die. That's why I'm excited for Punchline because at this point, <laughs> I'm done with Harley. She's they've she's, saturated. Uh, she's so saturated. Making her like one it's of like the Deadpool. yeah. Oh, she's, don't she's don't even bring up stupid as Deadpool. <laughs> No, but on like at this point, like Harley's like making her a big part of Heroes in Crisis was kind of weird. I don't think she, I mean she's I, a bigger I, character than a lot of. I still think the best like Harley book that I've like read is Injustice. Actually, just the way that they used her, yeah. the way they used her in that oh, like yeah. in that first volume, anyways. Injustice, I love that. Highly underrated. If that's anybody listening, series. if you haven't read it, uh, the the series is really good. Yeah, and if you want to see like. Like some of your favorite heroes and villains get like absolutely murdered, yeah. <laughs> well, also like deceased, deceased. Uh, I started reading deceased unkillables. It just came out, and that's a really like deceased itself is pretty good. I liked it a lot, and deceased unkillables is really good too. So I would recommend both those series. And that's the crazy thing about DC. It's like a lot of their mainstream books. You know, they're not really, they're not very popular. Um, but like you see, like their outside stuff that's like Else Worlds, and it's like, oh my gosh. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to have like, 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 well, well like Wonder Woman and look like all the that Batman. Who they're laughs. like on, a, they're already on like issue eighty from. Well, honestly, what DC needs to do is to stop paying all those cover artists and all those variants and pay the writers. I, I you know, I, I get think, better writers. I'm just I, I think that's that's a big issue too. Um, and back to what Tristan said, um, I, I think that. How do I say it? <laughs> um, Tony doesn't want to get in trouble with DC. No. <laughs> Here, let me... No, let me. no, okay. So, like, um, having having stories like Deceased and Injustice, Metal. you know, those kind of things, They can. It, it's out of continuity. So they can do all these crazy extreme things. Yeah, you can have liberties with that. Yeah, when you're, when you're doing stuff in continuity, you're kind of limited. I mean, you can't just chop off Batman's arm... You know, or something like that. I mean, unless you're Bendis and you want to reveal Superman's identity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. but okay, yeah. That that's <clears throat> that I thought was extreme, but I also think that's that's forward thinking. There there are things in comic books that uh, because they've been around so long, they have to. And I, y'all have heard me say this before. Like as an example, with Marvel, um, Magneto was uh, was a Jew in concentration camps. That part of his origin. Well. That was like so long ago. You still, I mean, it's he a has great to be like in his what nineties, eighties, or nineties. Like, you have to. He if it, twenty years from now, you really can't have Magneto still. That's what a lot know, of people were saying. Like, how do you bring him into the uh, MCU? Yeah, yeah. So, because if you make him a a child, yeah, in World War Two, it's kind of he would be like a hundred by now, almost. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things too going on, like in the world that they can pull from. I mean, look at Syria, for instance. Like well, all I, the people. 
he like the dictator guy is killing off all of his own people. Oh, I mean, and his that, children and everything, just bombing them with gas. Yeah, I think. Uh, I see. And but yes, bringing it to the modern world is the most important thing, obviously for the MCU. And well, the MCU did a really good job, like with Iron Man's first appearance when you know Iron Man the movie came out. Um, in the comics, his first appearance. Um, what what war it was he wasn't it was in a war or something right uh, yeah, or, I couldn't answer that I, I don't know <laughs> I didn't read Iron but Man but they they modernized nobody it. read Iron Man before two thousand eight <laughs> <laughs> but they modernized it for the movie where you know he was in Afghanistan or something like that yeah and you know they would you know, so it, it was forward thinking for the modern times and I think that DC is starting to do that they're uh, forward thinking for the modern times you know they're bringing in new characters younger characters who can grow into bigger characters yeah um even like harley like harley came out in the animated series which was the early 90s um which is a lot younger than batman who's been around for 80 years yeah you know so she can carry on you she i mean you can still have batman go on but i think they're starting to plan and get ready for the long haul you know the long game basically so and i think punchline also is part of that so i'm kind of excited about it it's a new character, and yeah. like that, and you just hope it's you know she has like staying power. Yeah, because it could very very That's well thing, yeah. screw she, this up very yeah. quick. She oh, has sure, to sure. have staying it, power. It's the writers, like Alex was saying. You know, they need to make sure that they have good writers and stuff. And I I honestly think that DC does have great writers. I think they have great writers, but I feel like they put so many of their writers on different books. Like they they give them so many different projects all at once. So I was like, well, this person's doing this book, and they're also doing this book, and they're going to do this book pretty soon. Yeah. So I think they need to find other talent as well. I think it's like very concentrated. Well. They need to, like, yeah. 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 We, we've been seeing it a lot with... um. Out. We've been seeing it a lot with artists. Like, uh, uh, Marvel and DC, they, they tend to use the same artists for their variants. You know, J. Scott Campbell has 50 variants... For Spider-Man. You know, for, and they're all for, for Spider-Man. For different books. Catwoman. You know, um, Matina has all these variants for different books and all that. And which is great. And people love their art. But um, there are the other up-and-coming artists. I mean, yeah. you can go to any... You can go to C2E2 or San Diego Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con. And Artist Alley is full of people yeah. that are just as good. Are getting to be just as good, you know? Yeah. Like I saw on Instagram, like Carla Cohen. She's uh she's done a couple of books and everything. I think she did some Vampirella covers, and man, her stuff is really good. And she had like a lot of people at her booth. And like I think like at the con she was at before, she didn't have that many people. So I think she's getting her name out she's there. Up and comer. Yeah. yeah. Right now was it Momo Peach? Whatever she's oh, like. Peach Momoko. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, uh, her variants have been like skyrocketing, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, some of them are good. Some of them are. But it's yeah. a matter of like DC and Marvel picking those guys up and actually like scouting talent out there. Yeah. Which is something I don't think they I think either company does really well right now. They I, I think they both do it, but you're right. I don't think they do it well. Because I know C B from Marvel, he goes out there. He goes to conventions because he's talked about I've done I've seen his panels and he talks about going to look for new art new artists and new writers and stuff. And I know I know DC does it too. They're always scouting. But you're right. I think they need to be a little bit better at it. Yeah. And I don't need that, but also the like the new the up and coming artists and stuff, some of them they're how do I they're like cocky. Like yeah. if you come if, if some if you have, you know, somebody that's that's a scout, a talent scout looking at your artwork, you don't don't be a dick. 
yeah. you know like be it's humble being humble yeah yeah, yeah be yeah, humble yeah. that's that's how they're like okay this guy's humble you know he's his art's really good let's give him a shot but if but if you're cocking a dick and they're like like well do you see something you want like they're gonna yeah. be like nah pass you know well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people nowadays, you know, they can't take a constructive criticism. Yeah. And like that, I mean, didn't Jim Lee say that he got like rejected like so many times before yeah. they actually even responded to him? I mean, and look at him. Look where he's at now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's um, being an artist or a writer, you ha- you should be humble. You know, I mean, like if, if you're trying to make money, the fans are, are, you know, they're your lifeline. You are the ones that buy your books. We are the ones that buy your art. You know, so being humble and stuff. Nobody like that. wants to be that one <laughs> artist that's not humble, and you know, yeah. <coughs> you <Rob> do, <laughs> do want to start blocking people on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That one, that Everybody who's blocked by Rob Liefeld in this room, raise your hand. <laughs> Everybody just rose their hand. The, the man that refuses to sign the CGC label. I don't know how he's gonna sign a CGC label. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe if he got to charge you guys like maybe like a hundred bucks extra to do it, he would do it. Right. I, I mean. Yeah, being uh, being humble and nice, it's always it's always. It'll get you. It'll get you farther in the long run. Also, if you're an artist and you're listening, being on time, that's important. Like, yeah. I mean, I, 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 my first interaction with something that took forever. I don't know if it was the art or if it was the writing, but Ultimate Hulk versus Ultimate Wolverine. Like, there's like a five year gap between issue four Jesus and five Christ. or something, something crazy like that. But like if um I know that a lot of artists are known for just always being late and stuff like that. And that's never good. No one wants to whether it's Marvel DC Image or Aftershock, nobody wants to hire an artist or a writer who can't turn stuff in on time cuz that's a disservice to your fans. Yeah, because then eventually, you know, don't pull a doomsday walk, clock. Yeah. <laughs> and we love I mean we love Jeff Johns. I yeah. love Jeff Johns, man. <laughs> Jeff Johns brought he made Green Lantern great again. But so. but I think one of the reasons also they're, that artists are late is because they take these jobs and then on top of that they take commissions from fans. I'm like, if you're gonna do that, do your work first. And what's well, time us, management? It's with yeah. any job. It's time but, management. But I'm saying, yeah. but I'm saying, like, like me as a fan, like I would understand waiting on my commission if you have to get this cover in. or these pages done for the comic that I'm reading that I'm so, waiting for. So like after that, that, I just think like uh, a lot of them too. Like Eric said earlier. Are doing multiple books at the same time. Yeah. That's so it kind of goes into that as well. So um, we all know about five G coming. DC's big, uh, big event. Um, so if I keep up with all the news, and I've been doing a lot of research on it, and it's not going to be a reboot. It, it's going as from from what I believe and understand. It's not really a reboot. It's a it's kind of like a fix. They're supposed to fix a bunch of things that, you know, some of the other reboots didn't do right. It's supposed to do, um, you know, 5Gs for five generations. They're going to uh, basically streamline everything, put everything in continuity, fix fix a bunch of things. And I'm really excited for it. I know that uh, with the loss of Dan, Dan Didio, if you haven't read or seen... Dandy is no longer uh, with DC Comics. We now have Jim Lee running stuff, and I'm all for that. I I am a huge fan of Jim Lee, not just as an artist, but you know, just he's a great person. He's always been kind to you know the, the times yeah. we met him. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah. Met him, he's been nice. He's know? always been great. So Can we really call the deal's departure a loss. 
I mean, like, so it's one of those things where, like, there are people that are fans of his. There are people that like the way he ran it. You know, I didn't particularly care for the way he ran it. You know, I, I think that um, there should have been things that, you know, he shouldn't have done or things he should have done. But Jim Lee is a lot more, I think, open-minded. I think uh, he has some, you know, some plans for DC and 5G, and I'm really excited for that. Have y'all, what do y'all think? To be honest, when I first heard about it, I wasn't super excited for it. Just because, you know, we've seen DC replace Batman with Jim Gordon before. Bruce Wayne, I should say. We've seen um, Superman replace um, Wonder Woman. We've seen this before, and it's... It we've doesn't seen really... their, their Chinese counterparts. We've seen the Chinese counterparts. <laughs> Damn, what happened and, to them? <laughs> and it just I it doesn't work them. out like in at the in the long run. Nobody everybody wants to see Clark as Superman. Everybody wants to see Bruce as Batman. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's like, buying nobody, Batman and trying to get a different character. Trying to see Luke Fox as Batman or anything like that. I, I don't know. Was my initial reaction. Um, you know, obviously with Dan Didio um being replaced, I think things are changing at DC. Um, and it's just like very, uh, up in the air right now. Um, they're, they're making some major changes to the 5G line. So we'll, what I'm waiting to see what those changes are going to be. Um, but there's some good things hopefully that are coming out of it. I'm, I'm not, um, I, I think when they do that, when, when they replace a character for, I, I agree. And it took some convincing, but I agree that, uh, Bruce Wayne will always be Batman. Clark Kent will always be Superman and I but I have to say that I do like it sometimes when they have someone replace the mantle for a little bit and I think it can be done right I think um the re- I liked my personal opinion I liked um after the death of Superman when the four Superman replaced him I, I thought I, I enjoyed that story so it was like when you had Steel yeah yeah and, uh, uh, Superboy Metropolis Kid and all that um, yeah and I liked it and I, I think it can be done right and I actually like the Jim Gordon arc as Batman because it was it was different um it was you know they were trying something different they were it was a new story it was something I don't think Jim has ever taken the Batman mantle before you know even when Azrael took over as Azrael was great actually that, yeah. I like that you know so I am all for you know changes like that because it can work if it's temporary but yeah you're right it Batman should always be Bruce Wayne in yeah, the end it's always Bruce eventually because like I said nobody's gonna really you're buying Batman. Yeah. You, you're going to want Bruce eventually. I mean, he's 80 years of Batman, you know, so he's Bruce Wayne. But yeah, yeah I mean, I wouldn't mind Luke Fox or somebody else being um, Batman for a little bit. Um, what about or, Damien? I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a story where Damien does become Batman. You okay. know? Oh, yeah, eventually. So, you know? And then like look Batman what happens six, to Gotham six, when he does. Yeah, yeah Batman 666. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like it. I but like anybody that knows me knows that um, I like uh, new, fresh, original ideas, and you know I will give it a try. Honestly, when I heard five G, I thought DC was starting their own phone company. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean they are owned by AT and T. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was like that, 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 I'm pretty sure I, I that thought was that was funny too. Like I thought that was pretty funny too. I'm pretty sure they sat Dan down like, "Hey Dan, guess what? Five <laughs> G." He's like, "What a phone!" He's like, "No, that's what we're going to call the next event." Yeah, um, I, I'm excited for it. Uh, I want to see what they're going to do. I want to see because I'm like Rebirth has been really. I've actually liked all of the, all of the, quote unquote reboots. I like Fifty Two a lot. 
Uh, Aquaman was amazing. Batman Aquaman was, was great. great. Um, you like Superman? Superman was okay. There were there were some, you know, I liked uh, Hell, the villain Hell. I thought that was cool. There was an angel storyline that was really I thought was really weird. I like um, how they brought Grell into it, you know, Darkseid's daughter and all yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, the, baby Darkseid was cool, too. Yeah, it gave us baby Darkseid the, at the end. The Mazo virus was really cool. Like, there were some great things out of New 52. And I love Rebirth. The stories coming out of Rebirth were really great. Um, Eric said earlier he didn't like Zero Year from New 52, and I really like Zero Year. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you're a Riddler fan, it's a great story. Yeah, and I, I never was a big Riddler fan. but oh, I Sorry, like, that all was... three of you Riddler fans. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, I think I'm excited, and anybody knows me knows I'm a I'm a big DC fan. So, I mean, even right now, like in uh, what they're setting up in uh, Batman with the whole designer thing, it seems like what's really interesting that uh, from his run compared to King's is that it seems like there's more higher stakes at it because like all the villains are scared of the designer. Catwoman scared, Penguin scared, he got his throat slashed. Oh, and wow. all that. I'm not sure if you kept up with it. No, spoiler. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, well, uh, apparently they're all shitting. They're all shitting bricks, and they're all trying to pack up and leave because uh, this designer thing is supposedly supposed to be something. Apparently, he's the one who got them all together in the first place to try and get rid of Batman. Uh, well, actually, was... his plan was to get rid of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And I think this is before any of them knew, even yeah. before Selena knew, he was Bruce. Or so it's like, um, David Kane and. Bruce Wayne murderer. Pretty yeah. There you go. Huh. If you haven't read that, that's a that's a and then they, really good series. And then they backstabbed him, and so he went away, and now he's back. Interesting. He's I have to catch collect. up. Just, just, catch keep, up. just keep an eye out because Calvin Klein is gonna come in and defeat the designer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, we just kicked Alex out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, get out the house. Alex, get out. <laughs> Get out the cave. Had <laughs> <laughs> to feel like a dad joke. Get out the cave. <laughs> uh, any last thoughts about 5G? Anything, so, like, how about... What would y'all like to see in 5G? That's a good question. You know, I want to... I just want it to sort of be like kind of like. The I want it for nine week not to suck anymore. Yeah. And Wally, you pull out your pull out your notes, Tristan. No, uh, <laughs> pull, pull out your phone. You're the only one Go prepared. back to being Dick. Yeah, I want no. Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, <laughs> not Rick Grayson, please. Well, I mean, yeah, they. Uh, I miss I miss Nightwing. Yeah, yeah. they kind of. Shannon, if you listen to this, you, you know what we're talking about. You're a big Nightwing fan. Yeah, I I just kind of want everybody to go back. I know it's kind of boring to say but i kind of want everybody to go back to normal yeah i do want to see new things as well but i just want them to be interesting and i want the writers to be convinced and these and invested in these things not just i'm writing it because i got the book i always feel like if you're a good writer you can make it work you can make it work you can make a good story out of out of a 80 year old character yeah but then you got some of those writers that they're probably handed a title that they maybe necessarily didn't want and they're just gonna I feel like that's a lot of other. There's some artists and writers that they just they're they're just you know coasting on, you know. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, well, I'm gonna just wait until I finally get off this book, or they finally you know cancel it. Honestly, with five G, I'm I'm looking forward to see what they do. Go into more depth with the Batman who laughs, and then they need to do something with him because he's kind of. Uh, yeah. He's lost a lot. Kind of falling off. Yeah, and no, uh, was it um? I kind of want to see maybe like. 
them introduce like Red Death back into it, like with against like the Flash, maybe. I would like to see that, like some yeah. of the Cause, other cause, Dark Knights. Because <clears throat> other than other than the Batman who laughs, you know, Red Death was the other popular one. You know, yeah. And they just kind of like let him what? Go. You didn't like Bryce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought all of them had really great potential. But yeah. My favorite was my favorite was Red Death. Like that was cool. How you know Bruce was Red Death, and he and Barry was in his head, still talking to him. The, yeah. the concept, the whole thing with uh, Snyder and Capullo, their whole runs have been very very thought out, very very good. You know, because they think about that stuff. You know, and I I love I love. Dark Knight's metal. So yeah. and and you have what's it, what's the new run of um, death metal. Death, death metal, metal coming on. Yeah. Death metal's gonna supposedly lead into five G. It's gonna. If I had some uh, sound effects, there there would be some metal music playing right now. Just play the Wonder Woman theme Sorry, some some Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Sorry, Alex. I know. Alex knows his stuff. Alex knows metal. We don't. Yeah, you should have done the effect. My bad. Some municipal waste. Yeah, <laughs> municipal ways. There you no, go. No nickel. No, bear? so apparently. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tony, get out uh, your house. Get out. I'm leaving my house. We just kicked Tony out of his man cave. <laughs> no, right. but yeah, death metal. There's it's supposedly gonna like have an aspect just like Doomsday Clock, um, for five G as well. What did y'all think about Doomsday Clock at the end? Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't read it. Finished it. You haven't finished uh, it. Yeah, I'm. Kind I think of it was. I, I like it. You know, I think it's better as a. You know, it took forever to come out, but. I think once I, I was able to sit down and read it all at once, it, yeah. it it reads a lot better than it does individually. Yeah, and I think that was my problem. It, it was I lost interest. Because I lost I interest for a little so bit too, especially I when think, it got pushed back. But yeah, I want to get the I want to get the trade and read the whole thing like through and through because reading it how when well, it came out just you'll have to wait because only issue. part one of the trade is. <laughs> I, I I just stopped reading it after issue one because I didn't like it. It just I I found it boring. But you know, some people say I'm not. Smart enough to understand the book. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be an intellect. <laughs> our you Ameri- have to be on that Tom King. Our level. American brains don't understand it. The existentialism. Oh. I, uh, yeah, I, I wait. Yeah, I wait and read it all straight through because I, I kind of fell off because it took so long. Yeah, no, but well, I like that's the way to read it. And back to like the whole missing your deadline thing. Yeah, I mean, like if if you're, you know, it's a small chance that writers and artists are listening, but. Hopefully you are. We miss you, Jeff you Jones. <laughs> we uh, be on time, you know. I mean, we just, you know, it's a fan service. You know, it's also. We don't want to wait also, like five months for your book. Well, to it's come also out. your job. <laughs> That's true. I mean, like, I mean, like all these things always happen six months you know? later. It's not like you're, you know, sitting, you know, at an office doing, you know, just yeah. computer work either. You're, you're writing. But even, even, as a job, people have deadlines. That's true. And you have to have things. If you if Done. it was a regular job, you know, <clears throat> you wouldn't be having that job. Yeah, like, you know? I wish I could tell my bills, sorry, guys, can I push you back yeah. to next month? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, I think uh, I'm excited and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and close out here. Any last thoughts from you guys? Mm-hmm. Make, <clears throat> night, make Nightwing great I again. Just, make uh, Nightwing great again. I just think, like, right now, you know, things are fluid in the comic book industry. We're just going to see what happens, you know, over the next few years. It's, Definitely a speculator market right now. For sure. Um, oh, yeah. Which I think can be a good thing and a bad thing. Oh, yeah, because I remember what happened last time. The speculator market, you know, really took over comics. Uh, Death of Superman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think that some of the good things are that some good stories do come out of it. You know, Death of Superman was a good story. Oh, know? um, 
if you subscribe to a book, at the least keep it up to issue. Matrix? I say recommend <laughs> if you subscribe to a book, keep it up to like issue maybe four before you <laughs> take it off your list, and then you're because like I've I've heard some people read a uh, hell of a reason to issue two, took it off their list, and then when they announced the the full appearance of Punchline, they're like, oh, I'm not gonna get it because because I I, I subscribe to it, and then you try to pull it from your from your comic shop, and they don't have enough. I'm like, come on, guys. I'm like, why? Alex is just Alex is just bitter. suggesting you, that you give a book a try. You just said not... that you canceled Doomsday <laughs> Clock. <laughs> 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 Don't be a hypocrite. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, but 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 I wasn't like I canceled I canceled Doomsday Clock after issue one, but I didn't. You didn't try to jump on on issue seven. Jump, yeah, I didn't try to jump on it on issue seven. Not, not like people are like. Oh, I started from issue one, and I have issue two. I'm not going to get issue three because I wonder I'm if not no, there. I wonder if issue four is going to sell. I mean, it's only a four-issue series, so... No, nah, it's not going to sell. I know. No pun- <laughs> <laughs> watch uh, second appearance of Punchline, official. Because <laughs> it, watch it takes place before 89, or all what? that. We'll it's going to be issue four. He, um, uh, Punchline punches Harley Quinn. Mm, it's going like to sell that. out. I, I'd uh, read that. A fight between them two. Oh yeah, that's what they need. <laughs> well, I think that's what they need to set up is a fight between those two. And they need to set up getting rid of Harley it, in some if way. If they do it right, Punchline needs to win the first fight. That's why. Um, and like kick Harley's ass, um, and then you know down the line Harley can come back and like. Maybe she did, maybe she should just kill Harley. Y'all are gonna get some death threats after this. Yeah, Mike, Mike is <laughs> well, listening I right mean, now. <laughs> <I have> to, <laughs> he's no, but, all, he's in his car right so, but, now. But here's the thing: like, if you want her to be important and and. Be an important character. I think you like, have to have like a big You moment. have to establish her. You have to do something with her to make her that big. Punchline's yeah. going to beat Harley Quinn with the crowbar. If she, oh. like... <laughs> if she, like <laughs> She's going to beat her with a mallet? No, like, if she kicks Harley's ass, like, even one time. Like, I'm not saying do it every single time, but, like, one time. Put Harley and Quinn in the hospital, like, with a broken neck or something. Then Damn, everyone that knows. Dark. I know. <laughs> then everyone knows. Break her neck. Break her neck. Break her back. Whatever. Bane I mean, on Banner. Banner. I don't know, but you need to do something like major like that in order to establish her as like this badass character. I, I agree. It. it uh, but the, the only thing that's some, bad about that similar. is that are you are you guys just gonna pander to Harley at the end and have her whoop her ass and make Punchline seem like a piece of shit? Yeah. I just. I'm gonna, I think it's going to be oversaturated at Comic-Con, or it's going to be a bunch oh, of Harley every, Quinns and Punchlines. Cosplayers. Oh, man, this, this cosplay, yeah, there's going to be nothing but Baby Yodas and Punchlines at all the conventions <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> anybody that has a kid, anybody that has a baby. Man, there's going to be grown adults dressed as Baby Yoda watch. They're going to have the Baby Yoda doll and carry it around like all over the oh, place. Oh, the animatronic oh, ones coming yeah. out, too. Hey, that thing is cool. I want it. Hey, it goes to sleep. 50 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> it's you like, lay it down and it closes its eyes. So so, so you're telling me it's it's a Furby. It's a Furby. Alex, leave the room. <laughs> I mean, it's only 60 bucks. I mean, like, I mean, I know, I already 60 get, bucks for a I Baby Yoda. He already pre-ordered it, guys. And I, and I don't pre-order things like that, but I already did. I, I mean, it's cheaper than a real baby. How much is a real baby, Alex? Oh, God. <laughs> don't, even, don't even get him started. About, about 500 a month? <laughs> yeah, Alex is the only child in the room. I mean, he's the only one with a child. The only dad in the room. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's, uh, let's finish up here. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being on. Um, I want to thank everybody that has listened. Oh, before we go, um, March 22nd, we're going to be at the Gulf Coast Toy Show in Houston, Texas. Uh, we ha- we'll post all the details on, on the page and everything. It's uh, it's a great show. We hope everybody can make it out. Shout out to Michael Garcia for running it. Um, and uh, I want to do a couple of special thank yous for people that helped out with our garage sale that we did last week. Um, 
Alex and Eric and Tristan helped a bunch. Uh, Mike Flores, who helped. Uh, Jerry Schaefer. Um, Jason Wilson, my husband. The tamale um, guy. The tamale guy. Tamale Kusanya. beer man. The beer <laughs> uh, guy. Uh, Juan Salazar from Super Happy Incredible Toys for the beer. We appreciate it. Um, all of the vendors, you guys were great. Um, and we will try to be doing another one. Uh, as soon as we can. We'll be and charging you next time. Nah. <laughs> $5 at the door, and no, I'm just nah. <laughs> Just it kidding. Was, it was a great time. And everybody that helped, and um, <clears throat> I can't thank you guys enough. And thank you guys for being on, and we will see y'all for uh, episode 19 next time. Later. <laughs>